All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Few Nicks and Bruises. I'm your host, Nick Labrizi. Uh, this is a podcast where we go over uh, these weird little niche things in life that you and 10 other people know about and no one else has any idea what we're talking about. Uh, in episodes prior, we've talked about uh, metal music, I guess it's metal. Uh, also talked about uh, Final Fantasy, it's another one. Probably talked about pickles at this point. How can you not have talked about pickles? I'm actually surprised we haven't talked about the Impossible Whopper from Burger King. The Impossible Whopper is a Whopper, but it's not a meat patty. It is just chemicals. <laughs> There's nothing. How could it be vegetables? Have you had one? It tastes delicious. That thing is just a chemical between buns, between the worst kind of vegetables. I don't know what it is about the Burger King burger, but it looks like their lettuce just hasn't been touched. Which is a strange thing to say because, you know, I don't want people touching my lettuce. But I also want it to look like it's not just right out of the ground and then it was washed by a uh, fire hydrant hose. Because that shit is just too crisp. Too crisp. No, we're not talking about the Impossible Whopper today. Um... Today is a beautiful day. It's mid-January, 70 degrees out, New York City, baby. I don't know how it's possible, and uh, really didn't have anywhere to go from there. Just thought it was, it's one of those things, like, you ever talk about the weather, and you, as you're talking, you go, oh my god, who is this? You say that to yourself, because you're like, I can't believe I'm talking about the weather. But I'll tell you what with the weather. The weather is real nice. It's an easy thing to have any sort of discussion about, because it's undeniable. That is, it's real, unless you're talking to a blind person. You're like, can you believe it's night out right now? That it's the only, and night's really not a weather, is it? Is that a part of the weather if there's sun out? I guess it would be, right? Like, what's the weather today? Ah, uh, daytime, uh, sunny, that's how they say it. So it kind of makes sense. But I, I don't like when you talk about the weather and someone tries to get out of the conversation. I don't like when uh, you say, oh, can you believe this weather? And they just go, no. It's like, what? You can't talk about the weather, dude? Let's have a nice, chill discussion before we jump into what we're talking about. Just say, yeah, crazy. Don't just say no like a psycho, like some type of antisocial maniac. But... That's, you know, to each his own. I like talking about it. I don't like when you're talking to someone, though, and you're like, can you believe how cold it is? And then they reply with, you think this is cold? You've never been to Buffalo. And it's like, why Why do you have to compare it to somewhere else? <laughs> it's cold here right now. I don't know why if you tell us, oh, man, it's windy out. You think this is windy? Try a tornado in Kansas. It's like, why Why would I do that? That's not what I'm... That's not, what you think this is a competition? What are you trying to one-up me? You know more weather? Who gives a crap? Such a weird thing to like brag about. Like, you think this is good? I, I like when people do that with food, too. Like, when you're like, this is a great slice of pizza. You think this is good? You've never been to uh, Formaggio's in, uh, you know, Canasi, whatever people say. Like... <laughs> 
You can never just enjoy something without someone else trying to tell you that they've enjoyed it better, not right now, but in the past that they have. Oh, man. People are nuts. I'm so sick of them. I'm sick of every single person that talks to me who I don't already know. I just don't... I don't know what draws people to see someone else and go... You know what? I bet they want to hear my thoughts. Like, just last night, on the train ride home, I was playing Cuphead, and I guess this is my own fault. You just can't play video games in public without someone making a comment about the video game you're playing. It's not like that with phones. People leave you alone when you're playing phones. I guess because phone video games are for idiots. Sorry if anyone plays them, but they're not good games. They're just addicting. They're just things that suck you in and you go, I gotta figure out what words here in Dexter or whatever it is, you know? Like, no one plays Angry Birds anymore. And I'm playing Cuphead. Cuphead is this neat game. You, it's, it looks like a Felix the Cat or like an old-timey Mickey Mouse cartoon. And it looks like that the entire time you're playing. It's very cool. It's all 2D. It all looks like it's hand-drawn. Just very cool. And it sounds like I'm Trump describing the game. Just very cool, but I don't have a good Trump impersonation, so I'm not going to do it. Speaking of which, what a fucking idiot. I know, like, you know, I'm not, it's like a political, but the guy, this past weekend, the Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl, and he went out and said, congratulations to the city of Kansas, and that's a common mistake. You're allowed to make that mistake. Not when you're the president of the United States, though. That is a common mistake for fourth graders. Dude, that guy, if he wanted to pass the citizenship test for this country, he would fucking fail it if he doesn't know that Kansas City is in Missouri. That's a test. That's a question that the people he's kicking out of this country would have to know to stay in this country. But because he was born here, he gets to stay. So if you were born an idiot, you're allowed to be an idiot. But you can't be an idiot from somewhere else and move here. We we don't take in new idiots. <laughs> America is filled up with idiots. We cannot take in any new ones, especially foreign ones. Foreign idiots, just no room for them. Barely have enough room for our idiots. That's why we keep shoving them to the Midwest. I give them these tax breaks. Like, hey, if you live in the middle of nowhere, do you pay $200 for taxes for the year? Sure, the taxes, you won't have school or education, but at least, you know, you weren't going to, your kids weren't going to amount to anything anyway, so who cares? Have them work on the farm their whole life. They'll be really good at farming. One day they'll marry some other farmer lady, probably their sister, and you guys will just continue to perpetuate the stereotype that Americans are idiots. Or... I'm totally off base because I don't know anyone from the Midwest and everyone there is really smart and they have great moral values and they're wonderful people. There's also that. I think more likely the latter rather than the former. I'm just in such a fucking mood right now that I just cannot say a nice thing about anyone. (sighs) Man. Who needs this? Who's listening to this and going, oh, I feel better now that I know he's in a shitty mood makes my shitty mood feel like it's okay or are you just like I was in a good mood and now he's bringing me down because he's making points you ever get that 
you ever talk to like someone who's depressed and they start making really good points and you just have no defense it just feels like anytime I have my own thoughts that's what most of my thoughts are most of my thoughts are what's the point of this why are you doing this you can't go to work today you your job is the worst thing that's ever happened to you and you just keep going expecting it to change and then I in my own head have to make the counterpoint yeah but you're alive it's okay at least you're not start it's like those are bullshit points it doesn't ever make me feel better to remind myself that. It's just a lot, man. It's tough being a human. So I was playing Cuphead on the train. And this guy sat down next to me. And he's like, oh, you're playing Cuphead. And I'm like, yep. And he's like, I've never played. And I said, yeah, it's, it's pretty great, man. And I was telling him how great it was. And he was watching me play. He's, mind you, he's never played the game before. And he started critiquing my play style. He was like, I, I would keep my distance. I don't know if I would. Yeah, what the fuck do you know? It's easy for you to say you're not playing the game. You want to get in and out. You want to get a good score. So you want to beat it as fast as you can. And this guy thinks he knows some shit that I don't. He never even played the game. No problem telling me, though. You should be doing better. And I guess I should say that this guy is really hideous. He's disgusting. And that's what I, I think that's the biggest thing I've noticed. Is that the people who talk to me that I don't know. Like strangers, I guess. But they're not. They're always strange. That's what makes them strangers. The strangers that talk to me. Are always below me on the scale of attractiveness. It's just other. It's always other boys pretending to be men but gross ones. I think they see me and I'm just not a giant troll that they're just like, oh, this guy is doing something that I like and he's not a troll. Let me talk to him. Maybe I can suck his penis. Who knows? I don't think any of them are gay. I just think that's how the human brain works. It's attracted to other attractive people. And I'm not saying that I'm attractive. I'm just saying I'm not, I don't have a neck beard. I think that's my biggest thing is I do not have a neck beard. I have a facial beard. I have no beard, no hair. Oh, excuse me. Shit. I'm yawning because it's another 6 a.m. episode. Because I haven't had a fucking minute to myself to record an episode this past week. Jesus, Nick. You are just something else right now. I've had a really tough two weeks. I haven't had... I feel like I haven't had... A minute to myself and because of that I'm going insane and I can see myself going insane I'm becoming thoughtless I don't do the things I like I'm always trying to squeeze in these quick moments of solitude or happiness and I just can't fucking do it I'm like shaking talking about this right now my, my life has gone to shit in the last two weeks and I don't know what to do about it. I'm trying to apply to new jobs. I'm trying everything in my power to change what's going on. And I just can't. I'm falling apart, man, at the seams. And it's just... I hope talking to people listening to this, even though I know everyone who listens to this, but you guys hear it and just go, oh, you know, sometimes I feel like that too. It's okay. It'll get better. Or you feel like it and you go... 
oh, at least I'm not the only one. I thought I was the only one who was on the edge all the time. I think that's a big thing with comedians. That's why they're all kind of like tense. When they're not on stage or they're not working, it feels like they're dying. I guess I could say this as a comedian pretty confidently. It feels like every day is the end of the world. And that's because comedy needs, can only work. Stand-up comedy can only work if you're in the moment. And if you're truly in the moment, and you're sober, and you're just trying to get through the day, you're constantly thinking, you could die at any second, let's make this second the best second ever. And then when it's not the best second ever, because that's a horrible expectation to have, you start losing it. You freak out. You're like, this isn't supposed to happen. I've got to die soon. And it's like, yo, chill out, man. But it's also like, that's where funny comes from. That shit on stage is funny, but in reality, and if it's in your head constantly, it's not healthy, man. And that's just how I constantly... I, I'm about to cry right now talking about it. It's awful. I'm, I've dug myself into this fucking hole, and I just have no idea how to get out of it. I'm just constantly in turmoil in my head, and I just want it to fucking end, man. Not my life, just the turmoil. But Cuphead's a cool game. I definitely recommend the video game Cuphead. Yeah, because you're just this little... You're like, a you're like a little Mickey Mouse guy. Except instead of having a mouse head, you have a cup head. And uh, it's like a mug, really, more than anything else. And there's a straw in it. I don't know anyone who drinks from a mug with a straw what type of concoction you have in there. It's always hot if you have a mug, right? So you never put a straw on hot things. So I wonder what's in Cuphead's head. That's a great question, Nick. You know, you're really doing the Lord's work out there asking these tough questions that no one even knows. There's four people who've thought, to, who even know what Cuphead is. Oh, oh man, oh, you know this is horrible radio professionalism. I think I'm the worst podcaster of all time. I might be the worst human of all time. Sure, I'm not killing anyone. But I'm also not doing anything for anyone. I'm just another fucking nobody who is just stuck in his own way. It's awful. I've been trying to job hunt. Job hunt is such a horrible phrase. I'm not hunting anything. I'm sitting in a laptop. It's like job fishing, really. And then when I get a bite, every time I pull it up, it's like, oh, guess what? You you caught another cult. I feel like I've been... like The only places that get back to me are cults. And people might be like, Nick, why are you applying to cults? It's because I'm so fucking desperate. I have nowhere else to turn to. Like, I just, I can't figure anything out, man. I just, I'm so goddamn lost. And it's one of those things, man. Recently, I had an anxiety attack at work. And it just, 
I just had to leave. I I couldn't stay there anymore. I think I talked about this on the last episode, so I'm going to move on. So lately, I've been watching Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina on Netflix, which is like another play on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And it is phenomenal. I cannot recommend uh, more because it's just, it's good fun for the whole family. It's got a little bit of everything, a little bit for you metalheads out there. It's got a little bit for um, women because it's like, got, oh, it's Sabrina, it's empowering. And her friend is trans. Shit. And her other friend is she's black, and the other guy is just a, a sad white guy. So it's got a little bit of something for everyone. She's got her aunts who sleep in the same room. They live in this mansion. They sleep in the same room. That's an issue for me. You gotta figure your shit out. You can't just be with your sister all the time. They rarely ever leave the home because they have no reason to, so it's just all of them. And then there's this other guy who's banished in the house who's their cousin. I can't figure out why he's banished yet. I've only watched five episodes. But they do a really good job of... It's called chilling, and chilling, I guess, is the best way to describe it, because it's never too gory. There's blood and stuff, and there's stabbing and stuff like that, but it's never too gory. I don't think it would ever cause a nightmare. Whoa, speaking of nightmares, I had such a freaking nightmare the other night. I had, like, a span... I think I'm, like, going insane, because I had a span of, like, 12 hours where... I couldn't tell the difference between reality and a dream. Um, I do this commute. I do these community meetings, and it's. Uh, by the way, I want everyone to know that this is all personal shit. That's why I'm doing this. This is this is therapy for me, and this has nothing to do with anyone else. Everyone in my life is great. This is no one else's fault. This is all inside of my head. But I I don't feel good. I'm not okay. And I it's it's no one else's fault but mine. So there's not it's not like friends, family or anyone is doing this to me. It's totally on me. Continuing. I do these community meetings for my job. And I usually go to, like, town halls or village clerk halls, whatever they're called. And I, um, it's, like, from 7 to 9, typically, and I deal with constituents of the county, and I teach them stuff. And there was one recently where I was there early handing out pamphlets. Shit, this is the worst podcast ever. Handing out pamphlets to homeowners and um there was one point it was at the it was at a village hall that has like it looks like it's something out of like a uh, parks and rec where all these legislators or town clerks or whatever they are are sitting on top of a board and it looks really fancy but at the end of the day it is fucking the little leagues of the little leagues of politics if you're in it it's politics politics or politics right at the end of the day, but it's only 2,000 people or however many people live in these villages. It's not a lot of people. 
And it's a lot of people, I guess, comparatively to if you're a teacher in a classroom, but compared to a mayor, not even a mayor, someone even higher up than a mayor. Um, it's just, it's just, it's fun. It's fun that these adults pretend that they're politicians. They play politician where it's like, well, it's a local scale matters. It does, but also don't love your family. Worry about your family before you start being a politician, you fucking idiot. Um, and we're doing these meetings and I have to give out these pamphlets and I had this feeling of deja vu for five seconds where it's like, it was one of those things. I gave out a pamphlet and I picked, I, I looked, my pamphlets were in my hand. I gave one to someone and as I looked at them and saw what was behind them, I was like, holy shit, I've been here before. Where the hell am I? What's going on? And it was, um, it was just five seconds of going like, I've been here. This is a dream. Why? Where have I seen this? It's only been a dream. I've never been here. I'm thinking through my head really quickly. I've never been here before. So where, how do I have these ideas? Why do I know what happens next? And then it went away. But it was such a crazy feeling to have that. So that happens. The meeting goes on. Then I go home. And the night before, I couldn't sleep. I, I couldn't sleep. And it was the night after the Super Bowl. And I don't know why I couldn't sleep. I was so exhausted. But the second I got into the bed, I just couldn't sleep. And when I, I fall asleep typically so easily. Usually, I can clear my mind pretty well. This particular night, it's been like 10 minutes. Usually, I'm asleep in 10 minutes. It's been like 10 minutes. And I'm just like, all right. Bring on the sleep. Let's do it. I want to sleep. So, all right, ready to do it. How come it's not happening? Shit, I'm going to be awake. Well, if I'm going to be awake, uh, let me try to sleep. And then, after having those thoughts for about half an hour, which is such a weird thing to have, because your mind, your brain waves really slow down. Um, after having those thoughts, I, uh, let's see, one thing, sorry. I was just like, huh, what? How do you do a kickflip? And then I thought about doing a kickflip, which is weird because I don't, I've never done a kickflip before. Why would I think now would be the time to learn how to do a kickflip? So, I, I couldn't figure it out. And then I was like, well, I've done kickflips in Tony Hawk. And then I was like, yeah, square right is kickflip in Tony Hawk on PlayStation. And I was like, square up is pop shove it. Square left is heel flip. What's square down? And I couldn't figure out what square down was for an hour. And instead of looking at my phone, because in my head I was like, if you look at your phone, you're going to wake up. Screens are not good for you. Instead of looking at my phone, I just thought about it. I was just like, you got to remember what square down is. And for an hour, I couldn't figure it out. Finally, I looked at my phone. It was an impossible flip, I guess, which is a move I think only invented for video games. That's why it's called the impossible. 
And then from there, I couldn't sleep because then I looked at my phone. So I read Batman vs. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles until I fell asleep. Great read. Great thing to fall asleep to. So that was the night before. Back to tonight now, where I just had this feeling of deja vu. I have this dream. And I don't know it's a dream. It's so fucking realistic. But there's stitching across my neck because there's a slit in my neck. And it's like poor stitching. It just looks like X's. Kind of like the back of a suit vent. So if you ever bought a blazer or a suit, there's vents in the back. and Or flaps, whatever you want to call them. And there's like an X stitching there that you have to cut. That was across my neck. That X stitching. And I'm looking at myself in a mirror. Is in the dream. And the stitching comes undone. It just pops. And the slit then tightens into a dot, like a circle. So it goes from a line, two dimension, to a one dimension circle. But it's basically a sphincter. Like just a circular muscle hole in my neck where my Adam's apple should be. And I'm just like, what the fuck? And my tongue then drops into my throat and I'm choking and my tongue which at this point is like a giraffe tongue like it's three feet long starts coming out of my neck but violently it's not like it's excited it's not like it's a poop coming out it's like spewing out of my neck and it's going up and it's wiggling and it's like a tentacle but there's no suctions or anything it's just a it's just a tongue muscle like a it's like almost like a hairless tail coming out of my neck and it's just like writhing and I have to catch it. And I, I can't scream because I have no voice. And I have to push it back into my throat. And I put my hands over the hole. So now I'm choking myself to just keep this tongue in my neck, in my throat. But because it's there, now I can't breathe. So I have to slurp, like, like exhale, like, like the tongue up. And I do that, and I do it too much, and it falls out of my mouth, and now it's kind of dead. Like, it's just a limp tongue. You know, like, sometimes when you see a dog without its front teeth because it's old and dumb, the tongue just sticks out all the time? That's what it was like. So then I had to inhale it back in. And when I inhaled it back in, um, it went too far. So then I had to exhale again, and I had to find this medium to keep my tongue in place. All while my hands were around my neck, so it was like my I'm choking myself, but I'm still trying to live. So it's like, <laughs> and I'm stuck in that moment. And then I finally figure it out. And then when I go out into the world, I realize, oh, my hands are still around my throat, and I can't speak because I'm constantly trying to find this balance between dying and living. And then I woke up one minute before my alarm was going to go off it always happens that way right what type of what type of fucking trick is reality giving doing to us it's always it's always some significance when you wake up and it's just like that and like there's been times where i've woken up at 333 every night for like four nights in a row there's been times you know like your dreams you're you're about to die or something or something's about to attack you and then the thunder wakes you up right as you're about to get attacked. 
Like, what the hell is that, man? Are we all connected? I guess we are. Anyway, this this thing happens. And, um... It's just... How do you live your life after that? What do you do in the morning after that happened to you? I'll tell you what I did. I tried to drink water. I couldn't do it. I couldn't swallow. I was so freaking scared that my tongue was going to not let me swallow or that it was going to explode out of my neck. And it was just frightening. I was frightened for the first fucking six hours of the day. And then I went to work and I see someone in the bathroom, a male, with a tote bag, which is whatever. You're allowed to be a male and have a tote bag, but just know it's a weird look. And it was a Duke Ellington f tote bag. Like, Duke Ellington's face was on the tote bag. And that night, I was watching Big Mouth until I fell asleep. So, I'm falling asleep. I hear Duke El the ghost of Duke Ellington on Big Mouth. And then the next morning... Within five hours of being awake, I see Duke Ellington on this tote bag. And it just feels like like reality or the universe or whatever shit God, I don't know, is trying to give me messages. But they're just useless signs. It's all coincidental. So that's, that's my cynical brain. That's my uh, real brain going, hey, man, that's just a weird coincidence. Get over it. But also... Am I that weak in the mind right now that I think that there's this some higher power that's trying to give me signs of Duke Ellington? Like, why? Who would waste their time with that? What prankster would just be like, hey, I'm going to fuck with this guy. I'm going to make him think he's dying and that his words are stuck in his throat and he can't express himself truly because of the situation permitting and that he's constantly in this flux of trying to be a good person but also just trying to be an alive person it's hard to be an alive person and be good at the same time because it's all about survival and i'm trying to survive in this world and it's driving me fucking insane and let's just throw in duke ellington why should i listen to duke ellington's records maybe i will so i don't know what the topic of this episode is i think i might call it Um, yawn attack because I've been attacked by so many yawns during this episode um, I'm I'm sorry everyone I'm sorry if you're listening to this and it's not fun it's not fun for me either but sometimes you just need to express yourself and you get better expression is the sincerest form of battery or flattery whatever I don't even know imitation I'm not trying to imitate anyone that's for damn sure. No one no one would ever want to imitate what I'm doing right now. So this is just me trying to... The few nicks and bruises, these are the few nicks lately. The few nicks in my life has just been that I'm fucking out of time and I, I'm at the end of my rope and it feels like there's a noose at the end of my rope. And what a horrible way to the end of the podcast. Let's end it with some positive affirmation. It's, it's fucking 6.30 in the morning on Wednesday. Because I didn't record an episode because I have no fucking time. And let's record. Let's just say this then. 
I am alive. Currently, I'm not happy about it, but I am grateful for it because I understand that the alternative is nothing. And as appealing as that might sound temporarily, it's not what you want to do forever. So I'm very appreciative that I get to be alive. I still don't feel like I have to be alive. I get to be alive because life is a choice and I'm choosing to live. I hope that this isn't just an insight into me, but when you listen to this podcast, it's an insight into yourself. You don't just listen to this podcast. This podcast listens to you. And that's, I want something for everyone. And a free expression of thoughts and emotions is something you relate to or at least appreciate. I'm, I'm very happy about it because I feel like as an audience to a podcaster, we're, we're really making progress. And I feel, I feel. That's been another episode of A Few Nicks and Bruises. Thank you for checking me out. Thanks for checking out the podcast and listening. Please share it. If you're listening to this on Spotify, just share it with a friend. It would be really nice. Um, rate, review it. Reviews are really important because it affects the algorithm. The best way to share it would just be taking a screenshot and put it on your Instagram or your Facebook, whatever. That's the best thing to do. All right. Thank you for checking in. Phoenix and Bruises. Have a great life.